We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And he's Grogu. He and says we're hi. on the road with Mickey. This is season two, episode 39 for September 27th, 2021. And our feature topic this week is your favorite deluxe resort and why. Yeah. You know, this is the conclusion of our three part series on our favorite resorts. And we hope you all have enjoyed it. And we are looking forward to talking about those deluxe resorts. But first, we have some updates and some cheddar. Um, update from last week. We touched, Sophie touched on the fact that the Scat Cat Club, which features both a lounge and a cafe, has um, some interesting information regarding the beignets at Port Orleans French Quarter. You can pick up the the beignets, especially ca coffees, in the Scat Cats Club Cafe, which is open from 6 a.m. to midnight. If you order beignets with a meal from the food court, which is only a few steps away, this will be the new pickup location. There's no changes to the offerings apart from the three new toppings slash drizzle glaze options, cinnamon, sugar, raspberry, or chocolate. As far as beignets go, I'm a traditionalist. Give me just powdered sugar. And I'm, I'm with happy you, guy. Mike. Yes. I'm going to say, though, that the raspberry drizzle, I think, would be amazing with that. I'm one that I need just a tiny bit of fruitiness to cut back on all that sugar. Okay, so here's what we'll do then. Okay, girls? Yeah. Brenda gets the traditional with, the, with just the powdered sugar. You get a raspberry. I'll get a cinnamon sugar, and we'll all share and go into, like, a sugar coma. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll tape an episode. 
Yes, we will tape an episode of us eating desserts, <laughs> eating beignets. Oh goodness! All right then. So Sounds good to me. On, heading into cheddar from the big cheese, Sophie is starting us off. She has some really good information. I do, and this is something that my friend Jagan told me about but unfortunately because I was working last week when she sent this to me I did not get it until just yesterday night because my work schedule is so busy but Duffy the Disney bear for those of you who don't know who that is he is Mickey's traveling companion he follows Mickey all over the world Duffy has made a new friend and she is a pink fox named Linabelle, and will make her debut in Shanghai Disneyland on September 27th. She so has a... today? Yeah, you're right. Wait, no. Yeah, today. Shoot, I could have sworn that said the 29th when I typed it. Hang on. Uh-oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to derail you like that, Sophie. It's okay. Hang on. Linabelle. Linabelle Duffy, I guess. Hang on. This is something that I need to fix. Otherwise, I'm never going to get through this. But anyway, while I'm searching this up to make sure that I have the date right, there's also a video that has been posted to the Disney Duffy Facebook page as well as onto YouTube featuring Linabel meeting Duffy and I was right. It is supposed to be September 29th. I don't okay. know how that got changed, but all well, right. Now it's right in the show notes. Yay. So yep. it's right in the show notes September 29th and the link yes. for the YouTube will also be in the show notes. Yes. So and she's go going click to over and look at it. And she's going to be joining Duffy along with all his other friends, including Shelly May, which is his girlfriend, Stella Lou, which is my favorite, and many others. Awesome. All of which I know just about nothing about. Well, yeah. They are more popular over in Japan and China than they are over here, but I like them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. All right, Brenda, what do you got for us? Well, I'm sharing a couple of tidbits. Uh, one is refurbishments and one is some new information that was released that I think is possibly going to affect occupancy at Walt Disney World, which I just thought of when, when Sophie was talking. So the upcoming refurbishments are Mickey's Magic, which is going to be closed from October 11th through November 12th. And this is so they can add the cocoa portion to the show, which is going to be awesome. Cali River Rapids refurb is going to be from November 1st through December 2021. It doesn't have an actual end date as far as I can find. And Expedition Everest will be closed for refurb from January 4th through April of 2022. That's a big one for Expedition Everest lovers. So. I also heard that President Biden had signed to accept vaccinated visitors from the UK and Brazil. 
um, starting November. So I, because there are very many Walt Disney World visitors from the UK and Brazil, usually, mm -hmm. I'm wondering how this is going to affect occupancy levels in the parks coming uh, now forward. Well, for November forward. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah, I haven't, I hadn't heard that. So thanks for mentioning yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, November is, is one question. of the big months for the Brazil group, so they escape their cold weather and come to Florida. Yeah. So. Okay. So, just to, just okay. wondering. We'll just have to kind of. Yes. We'll have to kind of monitor that and report back and see what if we see any differences. And Brenda, you're going to be there in November. I am. Right. So yes. it'll be interesting to see if if it if it's like floodgates opening right away or if it's kind of like. It trickles in and builds over time. That'll be real interesting to see. Yeah, and hopefully, thing. hopefully it won't be too impactful. So yeah, we shall see. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, last cheddar is mine, and I think it's a cool cheddar. And I want to talk about George Caligridis. And I'm sure I butchered his name, and I'm so sorry if I did. No, you did. You did, you did job. It. You said uh, it very well. Thank you. He is not a household name by any stretch, but it is one that many of us may know more about him and what he's contributed to than actually knowing about him. George is the president of segment development and enrichment for Disney Parks Experiences and Products. And on September 12th, he was honored with a window on Main Street, USA. George has had a hand in many things during his career, like the creation of Disney pin trading and the memorable frozen summer fun at Disney's Hollywood Studios. He led the resort during a period of remarkable growth and opened Pandora, the world of Avatar, Toy Story Land, and Star Wars Galaxy Edge, experiences which have become staples of a Walt Disney World vacation. And the window says, be our guest. The Main Street Chamber of Commerce invites you to live, work, and play in our welcoming community, Main Street USA. People, partnerships, and progress are the keys to our world. George A. Caligridis, Ambassador, Main Street. And that, that just is so cool to me, and it just sends shivers. <sighs> And I have a picture of the window I want to share. Awesome. Wow. And there it is. <gasps> oh. Nice. Goodness gracious. Is, isn't that incredible? What a dream come true, y'all. That is amazing. You know? And one of the things I like even most than even the honor of having your window is when he was talking, there's a YouTube video, and I'll put the link in the notes. Um, when he was talking about it, he said, you know, this is a big honor, but I want everyone to remember the thousands of cast members that do this, that don't get noticed as much, but they're the reason that this, that Disney is what Disney is. So he was, he wasn't, Accepting all the honor for himself He was putting it back to where it belongs Which is cast members You know, because cast members are what make Disney Disney, I think 
So totally but agree. I think it was just so cool. And I'm I'm just so it was so cool for me to be able to to read that. But um that wraps up our cheddar for this week. And don't forget our show notes have the links for connecting with us. And it is time to talk about our feature topic, your favorite Disney resort and why. And you know, I'm sorry, not Disney resort, deluxe resort and why. And it's interesting to me. I don't think I realized there were this many deluxe resorts, but the deluxe resorts are Animal Kingdom Lodge, Polynesian Village Resort, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Wilderness Lodge, Beach Club Resort, Yacht Club Resort, Contemporary Resort, Boardwalk Inn, and then you've even got the Deluxe Villas that are oftentimes tied to those others to those resorts. So there's a lot of Deluxe Resorts. So the the big question is, what's your favorite and why? So Sophie, what's your favorite? Well- my favorite, as I mentioned in the previous episodes, <laughs> is the Grand Floridian. And it's not because that's the one I've stayed at the most. I've stayed at many deluxe resorts far more, including Animal Kingdom and Bay Lake Tower specifically. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed all of them. But there's just something about the Grand Floridian. And as you can see, my background has once again changed. Yeah. Shocking. To now be <laughs> to now be the lobby of the Grand Floridian. And if you can just look at this, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see it, but just look at this. It is so pretty. Oh my gosh. It's it's and like walking into a um, a fairy tale, to say the least. If you're not watching us on YouTube, start watching us. Subscribe. Yeah. Turn on notifications. Watch every week's episode, and see our millions of followers <laughs> that we don't have. But yeah, the lobby of the Grand Floridian, Sophie. I'm sorry to derail you, but the lobby is incredible, and I think you chose a great background picture it is and there's a wonderful movie that had christopher reeve and jane seymour in it called somewhere in time and every time i walk in that lobby it reminds me of that beautiful movie it was awesome you could almost hear the piano playing when she just has her background up Mm -hmm. yeah beautiful yeah it's true and no you guys didn't derail me don't worry about that um Another reason I like the Grand Floridian so much is because, well, I will say this. when it, With regards to the Grand Floridian, I recently looked up pictures of the rooms there, and I will say this. The rooms at the Grand Floridian are actually my least favorite part of the resort. Hmm. What I love the most about the Grand Floridian is the lobby the restaurants Mm -hmm. and the shops that are sprinkled throughout the resort that is the part that i love about it i also love how close it is to the magic kingdom there is a walkway between the two of them and i remembered us taking it so we could go eat at i'm trying to remember what the 
It was the cafe place. Yeah, it was the Grand Floridian Cafe. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Right, so. We went to go eat at the Grand Floridian Cafe. We weren't staying there, but we went to go eat there. And the food. Oh, the food. <laughs> Goodness gracious. If I was forced to eat food from the Grand Floridian for the rest of my life, I would die a happy and very fat girl. <laughs> <laughs> I would die a chubby girl. <laughs> well, I will. I'm going to interject a moment and say that the walkway is new, and one of the things that you may not realize is going from the Magic Kingdom and walking over to the Grand Floridian took us like half an hour. And I, well, I'm a yeah. slow walker anyway. But it, it's a longer walk than you might think it is. So I just know, keep that in mind if you want. But it was cool. It was really cool that we were able to do that now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, like, I enjoyed that it took that long, okay? Okay. I just, I really liked it because it gave us a little bit of a wind down period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I say that mainly for anyone that is thinking of needing to get over there and which way might be the fastest way to make your reservation and so forth. All right. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Continue. Okay. Um, Christmas. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't think I need to explain that much when it comes to Grand Floridian and Christmas time, but just in case nobody's ever been to Disney World during Christmas, or at least during Thanksgiving, oh goodness, you're missing out so much and I feel so bad for you, but Christmas at the Grand Floridian is probably the best place to have Christmas in the parks besides, well, in the parks. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is, well, yes, the tree in the Grand Floridian is massive and tall and beautiful, but the main focus for me has to be the gingerbread house that's going to be coming back this year. Thankfully. Yes, it is. Yay! And for those of you who don't know, which means you haven't been watching the podcast at all, what the Grand Floridian will do is they will build a huge gingerbread house and it's going, it's not going to be just like the size of a table. No, it's going to be so big that cast members walk inside of it and there's mm -hmm. actually a little shop inside the gingerbread house. It's made out of real gingerbread. I know I've smelled it and I've seen mm -hmm. the recipe that they use for it. And they sell like chocolate and cookies and all this other amazing stuff. And it's just so yummy and delicious. And ooh. <laughs> as, you can see, yep. as you can see, the reason I like the Grand Floridian so much is because I'm a foodie. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I am very good. Yep, and they have photographers set up in the lobby so you can get a picture of your whole family in front of that big, humongous gingerbread house. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yay. 
Yep, I think that's everything. If I remembered more about the one time that I've stayed at the Grand Floridian, I would probably have more to say. But like I said, the rooms are my least favorite part of the Grand Floridian, so I prefer the Grand Floridian as some place to go walk around. It's peaceful. It's very peaceful there. Yeah. It's nice. Very nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, well All done. Right. Thank you. Okay. Brenda, you're up. Yay. Your well, face. my my favorite deluxe resort is the Yacht and Beach Club and their sister resorts. So they're they're side by side. They share the same gigantuan pool area, Stormalong Bay. Mm -hmm. um, but if I had to choose one between the yacht and beach, I would choose the yacht. So I'm going to just cover the yacht club pretty much. Um, the yacht and beach club are walking distance into Epcot. And you mm -hmm. can also walk to Hollywood Studios or you can take the boat to Hollywood Studios. Um, you can take the boat from the Friendship Entrance, too, but it's so close. I mean, it's so close to walk, too. It's like just over a hill yeah. over there. Mm -hmm. So there's no point in doing that. I really like that proximity to Epcot because I'm one of those people who like to go to a park, like whatever park, all day. And then I like to go into Epcot at night. Yeah. So I really like that area. And it's also by the Epcot Skyliner Station. So you can walk over the same hump and go over there to the Epcot Skyliner Station. So it's really convenient if you're going to Hollywood Studios from there too. We yeah. usually take the boat, but you know, cause I'm scared of the dangling death trap, but that's another story, another day. Another day. Yeah. Yeah. The Beach Club Resort is, like I said, I like them both. The Beach Club is more of a beach, beach theme, beachy theme, which I love, of course, my house is a beachy theme. But um, the Yacht Club is more of a like a New England kind of theme and the dock is there. The boat dock is there at Yacht Club. And I I don't know, but there's something that wins me over with Yacht Club over Beach Club. So I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. I'm wondering what our listeners that have stayed at both. I wonder which one they prefer. So I'm yeah. hoping they'll write in and say question. Yeah, I'm hoping they'll write in and say and there's a beach area across the walkway like right in front of the resort there's a beach area a sandy beach area with you know chairs you can sit on at night or in the morning and relax and have quiet time and i like that too close proximity yeah. to that so we have to go to talk about storm along bay because one of my favorite things is you know the pool and watching the kids play in the pool it's it's awesome. So Stormalong Bay is a three-acre pool area. It has a sand bottom pool with artificial currents. It has a lazy river, a 230-foot water slide, three jacuzzis, elevated tanning deck, and a beach area where kids can like build sand castles and stuff right there at the pool. So there's just so much to do at that one area. So it's almost we like always it's a take water at park, least one right? day to just play there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's so much to do at that one pool area. I mean, you have to take a day off where you can just chill by the pool. It's, it's a lot of fun. Okay. All right. 
And there are also three leisure pools between the two resorts, you know, the quiet pools, what they call the quiet pools. And as far as dining, um, Cape May, which is normally a mm -hmm. character dining experience, at, is at Beach Club. Beaches and Cream is at Beach Club. But all these are, I mean, well within walking distance. They're, I mean, right. they're connected. So the resorts are connected. So you can walk along inside the resort to get there. Yachtsman Steakhouse, which is awesome, is at the Yacht Club. Ale and Compass is at the Yacht Club. They have an awesome lobster roll I used to could have before my body retaliated against me, and now I can't have that. Hurricane Hannah's is by the pool, so that's a great place to get drinks if you if you want alcoholic beverages or you know regular non-alcoholic beverages. And they also have food there, so you can just eat while you're out there by the pool with the kids. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. The rooms have two queen beds or a king bed. They have a sofa that folds down to another bed um, so they can sleep five comfortably, the regular rooms. And then there's also villa rooms at Beach Club Resort. So, yep, I really like it. Good. Can't think of anything else to really focus on about it, but I really like the feel of it. I like being on the boardwalk area. The boardwalk area, especially oh, yeah. at certain times, really you know comes alive i mean you mm -hmm. can rent surrey bikes out there and ride them along the beat uh, along the boardwalk and I you can walk around to jelly rolls and stuff like that too if you'd like and then you can roll back because you know had a i have i have <laughs> always wanted to rent a surrey bike we never have really always we wanted never to have do that. yeah you have to do that sometimes sophie yeah yeah. Can we do it together? We can That'd try. Be fun. Yay. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. By and the I, way. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that I love the boardwalk too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. By the way, I was helping out one of my Bible study leaders, my buddy Charles, and I was showing him a picture because he needed to edit some pictures and add text to them and stuff like that. So I was helping him with that. And I just happened to pick up my picture from last week, which was my Riverview room from Port Orleans French Quarter, uh -huh. showing the Sasagula. And he said, oh, my gosh, he had taken his family to Disney back when Port Orleans was called Dixie Landing. Yeah. And he had taken his family there and his daughter, five years old or whatever, they rented bikes and she was riding on the path down by the Sasagula. Oh, and cool. me just having to pull that up to show him what to do, it brought back that memory for him. And that is so cool. That's awesome. And I thought that is just that's just how Disney, you know, exactly. invades real life. And in fact, before I get to mine, I want to show um, the picture that Sophie saw at a restaurant near us in Raleigh. And I wanted to share it because it just shows how Disney is just so immersed <laughs> in everyday life, you know? Yeah. Oh, you my know? gosh. It's the I Lightning McQueen Kia Soul. It's yeah. the Lightning McQueen Kia Soul. So I just thought that was really cool that that. You know, there's all this. And one time, I don't have a picture of it, but one time we were coming home from visiting my family in Northern Virginia, 
and we were driving on Route 17 in Virginia, and someone had an old beat-up truck that they had put the eyes like they had here with Lightning McQueen to make him Mater, and he looked just like Mater. And it oh, was... I have a pool uh, in our pool. The maintenance guy has uh-huh. a golf cart, and he made him into Mater. I need to get a picture of it for you guys. <laughs> it is the that cutest thing cool. ever. It is. It is just so neat how, you know, people take and they grab something that gravitates to them, and then they just run with it. You know, it's just yeah. so neat how that yeah. how that works. So, anyway, that's Disney Sweet. in real life. Yeah. What that, that's like a new segment maybe that's but, right. <laughs> um, but anyway I think that Grand Floridian Resort and Spot Is a great place to stay yeah. And I think the Yacht Club We've never stayed there So no. I think that would be really cool But we have eaten at the Yachtsman Steakhouse though, And I really enjoyed it And yeah. my friend Beth um, She is twins with my friend Joy And they did the college program way back in the maybe let's see here in like the late 90s um and beth was the hostess at the osman and joy um was the boat operator for living with the land back when they used to have the operators tell the narration about what they were seeing before they made it automated and and audio so she was a boat operator for living with the land so that would be an awesome job yeah yeah and they had fun with it they had a lot of fun being able to do that but my favorite resort is in my window it's in my picture and it is the animal kingdom lodge and specifically we have stayed at kidani village for our dvc points and i love so much about it one of the things i like about it is we had a savannah view room so we were able to have our balcony and see the animals out on the savannah outside of our window and that was really cool um so the rooms at the animal kingdom lodge um to me have that that draw to them to where there are things that you would want to do that are in your room that give you the ability to to still be part of disney you know and interacting with with you know seeing the savannah outside your window and so forth like that but in addition to that one of the things i really like is the lobbies you know um the way that they they have it everything set up with the you know the imagery and the the totem poles and stuff like that and whatever they're calling it i'm not sure exactly what they call it but just the way that they they draw that in and you really feel like you're part of the animal kingdom you know yeah um one of the things i really like about the animal kingdom lodges lobby specifically is how you can go out back and go on the balcony and kind of wander around and you can see other views of the savannah and we've seen giraffes back there and we've seen other um other animals out back in that way and that's something that 
that you can do even if you're not a resort guest you can you can you know take you know go to the parks or whatever and take the bus over to animal kingdom and then kind of explore and do your own resort hopping and that's one of the really cool things that that would be really neat for you to to experience and and see for yourself because mm-hmm. it's it's really neat and one of the the neat things with disney is they they see it as an opportunity to show off their resorts and get people interested in staying there down the road um yeah. another thing that that I really like about Animal Kingdom is, um, and I don't know if they still do this because of pandemic or not, but one of the things I liked was the night goggles where you could go back out on the back patio again and you could, um, you could get a pair of night vision goggles and use them to look at the animals on the savannah that you would see at night. So we did that with the girls. I think they're doing that. I think they are still. Yeah. Okay. I hope don't, so. Don't just take my word for it, but I think they're still doing it. I hope so. Cause it was so neat and I didn't really, I wasn't able to pick out a whole lot, but it, the experience of doing it was still fun anyway, you know? Yeah. And so, so it was, it's, it's a neat experience to just try and there's no charge for that. It was like, you know, just wait your turn and and get a pair and go check it out. And they would and they had guides that would talk about it and so forth like that. Um, we ate at in 2011. We had an adults dinner um, with Cindy's brother and his wife and her mother. And so the five of us went to um, Boma. And that and I've told the story about the food I ate there. Before and how I thought it was cornbread, it was eggs. <laughs> but but anyway, um, the the restaurant itself is is at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and it's it's a nice restaurant to, yeah. and they have so many different different things, and it was buffet, and it's one of the better buffets that you'll I find. I agree totally. Yeah, and so, the service is excellent. Yeah, at least it but, has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the um. You know, so if you are looking for that kind of immersion into the animal world and you want to be close to the Animal Kingdom Park, then the Animal Kingdom Lodge or or Kidani or Jumbo House, if you're DVC, those are definitely places you might want to consider, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, everything from Animal Kingdom is done via bus so the bus schedules are um you know it's bus everything unless you uber or lyft or drive yourself to the park or the or disney springs or wherever so you got to keep that in mind as well but um but the bus schedule and the way that they handle the buses there i think they do a pretty good job with with getting the people to the different parks and so forth so and there's also that intra bus thing that goes between kadani village and jambo house that's yeah. true that's true yeah, so that's if you're staying true. at one and you want to go to the other you can um yeah because sanaa's a really a really neat place you can go there for breakfast quick service and it's it's just a cool place yeah. or you can do dinner yeah yeah so 
So there's a lot to do there, and there's a lot to experience there. And it's not just for Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's not just a place to put your head down and you know sleep and go to parks the next day. Right. There's things that you might want to consider doing that are independent of the parks. So if you're looking for that kind of place, it kind of it kind of fits the bill um, because it's further away from the parks other than animal kingdom it's also on the lower side of the price point for a deluxe so that that might play into your budgeting as well if that's if that's a factor so well and also the rooms are a little smaller than the other two we've mentioned and the other two we've mentioned sleep up to five guests but the rooms at animal kingdom lodge only sleep four yeah Mm -hmm. so that's good to keep in mind yeah Saves a little money, and it's like an experience within your vacation. It's like a an, yeah. a different experience. It is inside an yeah. experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that is my look at my favorite, which was Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I tell you, it was a toss up for me between Animal Kingdom and Bay Lake Tower. Um, yeah. The only, and we stayed at Bay Lake Tower twice. And the only reason I didn't choose it is um, it the modern feel of it is is so much like the contemporary, of course. Yeah. But it it um it doesn't feel as Disney themed as the others. So that's why I went with Animal Kingdom. Yeah. But but the yeah. proximity to the Magic Kingdom, you certainly can't lose <laughs> staying at Bay Lake Tower. That is for sure. That's so, for sure. If you wanted, if you want that proximity, then that's where you want to be. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so so that wraps up my discussion, and we actually have three listeners that gave us and. Um, we dropped the ball actually four now um i dropped the ball it's not a we it's a mike (laughs) mike dropped the ball because i didn't post about and asking people what their favorite deluxe resorts were until like 10 minutes before we started recording yeah Um, but i have had some great feedback Yay. So, let me just input this real quick um first up is my friend donna who said that they love wilderness lodge mm, that was my second the restaurants are great they love taking the boats to the magic kingdom and watching the electrical water pageant and the the ambiance really resonates with them. Good choice. Good choice. That is a good choice. I would like to stay at the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, I would too at some point. We've gone there for the Whispering Canyons restaurant Mm -hmm. and it's a good Mm -hmm. restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And then my my friend Didi writes that the Polly is her favorite because it's so sentimental you know ah. so for her it's trips down memory lane and the poly has all the feels for her for that um and then my friend heidi wrote 
that Polly is her dream resort. She really, really, really wants to stay there at least once before she dies. <laughs> but the only one she has personal experience with is Animal Kingdom Lodge. And they loved every minute of their time there. And they were a standard view and still had a great time. So they oh, didn't have a savannah sure. view, for but sure. they still had a great time. Yeah. And then I really, last liked, I really liked Animal Kingdom Lodge as well. I really yeah. did. Yeah. And then lastly, Lori writes that she absolutely loves Old Key West. And that's one that we didn't. We didn't talk about Old Key West is original DVC, right, Brenda? Yeah. And so. Very beach is, feel like Jimmy Buffett kind of Margaritaville yeah. kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. And we've actually toured it. Uh, so if you may remember that. And they have an awesome pool area. Mm-hmm. They do. They really do. And I know I didn't mention the pools at all at, at Animal no. Kingdom. Um because I don't really go to the pools that much, but I Sophie go to the, to the pools. pools. I and try she to enjoyed go at the one once. at Kidani. So yeah, Kidani they had that movie night going on at the mm-hmm. pool. They literally put the um, giant inflatable movie screen right next to the water. So there was just me sitting in the pool because, like, they had this sort of wave section to it where you could just walk down the ramp and into the water was like a beach almost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i was just sitting in that area watching the brave little toaster and i was like this movie is scary is this a disney movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah because we were at the part where all the cars which were sentient beings were in the um landfill and they were getting crushed and stuff and i was like oh my goodness <laughs> well sorry for the nightmares yeah, yeah a lot of the resorts do that you know try to do like the pool they area the for the movies too yeah. Yeah. yeah i've seen the um movie night in passing at pop century they didn't have it right by the pool but they had it right by the celebration hall and they were playing aladdin that was fun. I wish I could have stayed and watched, but we were going to get some food and I was hungry. Yeah. Yep. A lot but of anyway, extra things to do at the resorts. The resorts have a ton to do. And yeah. I haven't done justice for Animal Kingdom, but there's a lot to do there. So yes. anyway, that wraps up our um, discussion on our favorite resorts or favorite deluxe resorts. And now it is time for this day in Disney history for September 27th. So Sophie, take it away. Yay. All right. Well, I have two years that I'm going for, and both of these are extremely important to me, though the second one may be more important to Daddy and the viewers. I'm going to start with first in 1978. The film and stage actor Tyler Mannard playing the original Floatsum from Disney's Broadway musical The Little Mermaid is born in New Carlisle, Ohio. He is also part of the ensemble and later played the role of Valentine for Disney's Broadway musical Mary Poppins. I am a huge Broadway musical fan. Uh, 
So the fact that this is talking about Disney Broadway musicals is just big to me. I love it so go. much. And awesome. I love, I specifically love the Broadway musical of The Little Mermaid. I love the songs from that one. And then next, in 1981, in case you haven't guessed what this entails, because the 50th anniversary is this year, in 2021, the Milwaukee Journal reports Disney World set for 10th birthday. Next Thursday, Disney World will start its Tencennial, a year-long series of special events that will accumulate with the opening of the $800 million Epcot Center on October 1st, 1982. Yep. Yep. Yay! Tencennial, what a name, huh? Yeah. yeah, that was great. I wish I could have been there, but that would mean yeah. that there would have been a short time in my life where Disney was not a thing. Oh, yeah. no, we don't want that. No, no, no. Yeah. 1981, you weren't even born yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you and Mommy didn't even know each other yet. I know, we didn't. You were only like 11 years I was 13 13? years old. Yeah. In October, on September 27th, 1981, I was 11 years old. Butch and I had already been together two years by then. (laughs) We're not even going to get into how old mommy was. No, we're not. I would be in very big trouble. (laughs) So it is time to stump the sofa. Oh, my goodness. You can try. We could try. <clears throat> this character is the toughest chef. Chef, you say? Uh-huh. Okay. This character is the only woman in the kitchen. I know who she is. I just don't know her name. Oh, and this character... Well, tell me who you think it is. It's the... It's the female chef from Ratatouille. Right. Okay. What's her name, Brenda? Oh, wait. Colette. Colette is Very good. She is fast. (laughs) The third clue I was going to say is this this character felt like she had to babysit. Yeah. Because she was was assigned to to kind of babysit Linguini. Yeah. But yes. Colette. Very good, Sophie. Let's see. Down. You can't see it. There she is. There she is. Yep. But anyway, that's who it was. Good job, Sophie. No, did you know on that one? Um, No stumping the Soph. No stumping the Brenda either. She knew it too. I can think of her name though. Yeah, but I could see her face and I could see her hair because I, I like her haircut. But um, oh, I, I didn't think see it. I didn't see it. Anyway, so so that is my who's who character, and so that takes us to Miss Brenda and a little bit of Walt. A little bit of Walt. Well, today's quote from Walt Disney is about Walt Disney World. 
So since we're coming up on the 50th, I thought this was a good one. So I've always said there will never be another Disneyland, and I think it's going to work out that way. But it will not be the equivalent of Disneyland. We know the basic things that have family appeal. There are many ways that you can use those certain basic things and give them a new decor, a new treatment. This concept here will have to be something that is unique. So there is a distinction between Disneyland in California and whatever Disney does in Florida. Mm -hmm. Boy, is there. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. sure is. <laughs> there sure is. Boy. Um, that is a great quote, Brenda. I like it too. I, I like, like everything it. Walt said, but I like that too. I wish he had been here to see it all, but. Yeah, me too. But that wraps us up. And I have, I think, a fun topic for next week. And this is for October 4th, and we're going to record a little early because we will be at Disney on Some October 4th. Will be. On October 4th, Sophie and Cindy and I will be at the Magic Kingdom. Brenda is not going to Disney until November. This but, is your fault for leaving us last time. Yeah. But anyway... Our, our feature topic next week is I'm going to list out some some attractions, Disney attractions, and the, the choice is one of two. Ride it or skip it. Ooh. And I hope it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun, but yep. I always think it's going to be fun. So. I'm looking forward to seeing the list for sure. Yeah, so I'll be in charge of coming up with the list, and you two will be in charge of saying, write it or skip it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds All good. Right. Well, that is next week's topic. I am looking forward to it. We all hope you have a great week. We are so looking forward. Sophie, like I said, we're going to be at Disney. We arrive on the 29th, so Wednesday night. And we are going to be at Hollywood Studios on the 30th, Magic Kingdom on October 1st, Animal Kingdom on October 2nd, Epcot on October 3rd, and back at the Magic Kingdom on October 4th. And we want to see you guys. If you are going to be there, give us a shout out. Talk to us on the Facebook page in our group and let us know if you're going to be there and let's have a meetup. You know, yeah. and yeah. in addition, we are going to be doing a ton of live streaming for those that can't be there. Stay tuned because we're going to be trying to broadcast as much as we can, as often as we can. So Yay, be prepared you. and enjoy the fun with us. It's a it's a historic, memorable time, and we want to share it with all of you. So, yes. so can't wait be on the lookout. It. I can't wait to be there. And no, I am so I. looking oh forward to it. All right. I'm so. jealous. But I'm looking forward to my trip too. And thank you yeah. so much to Donna, Dee Dee, Heidi, and Lori for writing in. Yeah. Please keep your comments coming, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And if you um, come up with some in the next couple of days, let us know. Put them in the group and we will we'll talk about them for next week. But um, anyway... Everyone have a great week. 
and we will see you, see on, you the on the road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.